Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts it is a Tuesday morning. It's a great Tuesday morning. Tuesday's always the toughest day, right? Tuesday's the day we say we got to push a little harder. We know all hands need to be on deck, but not today because Dua Lipa's come in to put her hands on the deck with yes! us. Yes, welcome. Dua Lipa, oh, I noticed something you. very different about you. It's your hair, yeah? I It might be my hair. <laughs> yeah, it's, it I might think be it's my hair. hair. I think last time I was in the studio here, I had blonde hair. Yeah, okay, so it's definitely so, your hair. It's right, definitely well, the hair. I'm proud of myself for recognizing <laughs> that. Good, um, job, good job, good job, good job. Is there symbolism in, and it looks great. Thank it looks you. great. Thanks is there symbolism so in that red? Uh, symbolism, I don't know. When I, was, when I was making my new record, I just felt like I really resonated with the color red, and I felt like that was, that's, that was just my new vibe now. But when you walked in, there was like falsetto screams from Tanya and Sissini. I know. <laughs> We've been excited. We've been waiting for your arrival. I've been listening to this new song on repeat since it came out. Oh, like, on yes. repeat. Thank you. Yeah, it's, I can't handle it. I'm so happy you like it. We're going to play it and, and we're going we're gonna to get into the psyche of it in a second. But first, congratulations on the Grammys. I thank mean, you. What a, thank what a you great so thing. much. Two Grammy nominations. That's Unbelievable. A big deal. Yeah, massive deal. Massive well, deal. I'm super, super, super happy. 
What was the coolest or most interesting text, congratulations text you got once people found out that you were two-time Grammy nominee? What was the most interesting one? Uh, I don't know. I mean, just the excitement that I think me and Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt and Caroline felt together. We had this group chat. And so it was just like, oh my God, guys, like, this is so exciting. Can't believe we got two, two Grammy norms. And um, Mark and Andrew got one for the score as well. And I mean, they, 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 they did really well this Grammy season. So it's going to be exciting. I'm super, yeah, I mean, super proud know, of everyone involved. Some people say that they don't, you know, fine. They don't really care if they get nominated. I, I don't know. I would care. Like, I'd be excited to be nominated for a Grammy. Definitely. Like you. I mean, it, it's, it's like, I think, you know, some people maybe say like, oh, it's, it's not how you measure success, which I definitely don't think it's how you measure success, but it's so amazing to be recognized by your peers, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. by, you know, to, to have this like, I don't know, I guess nomination or accolade aside you that you go, oh, like I did something that's really special and lots of people liked it. And, and, you know, it feels good. Of course, like you have that feeling. I mean, I definitely, I feel very, very proud. And to be involved in the movie of the year. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Was, was Barbie your acting debut, like official, like a movie acting debut? It's, um, it's, the, it's the first thing that was like, I mean, acting debut. I did a, I did a little cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Barbie. Oh, this is a feature I'm film like, debut. Do I? You I'm own it. Sure, okay. I, I will take it. You know, the fact that I got to be in a mermaid fishtail, I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to lap it up for as long as possible. I loved it. I, did you I get to choose which it. Barbie you were? Well, I I got asked to be Mermaid Barbie by Greta, oh. but I got to I got asked to be the Mermaid Barbies plural. So I got oh. to wear like four different fishtails. It was like the purple one, the orange one, the pink one, the blue <laughs> one. I was like, it was really I was having a moment, and I was getting carried around everywhere because I couldn't move in a fishtail. I was completely right. like, so I quite enjoyed. Um, being carried around really. I was having a real I was having a real diva moment <laughs> seems like fun so did, all right, explain to us how you wrote Dance the Night did you see the scene that it was going to be featured in and then write to the scene and how how did you do it and how's it different from your normal writing process it was completely different from my um from my normal writing process entirely I initially well Mark had asked me um if if I was Mark interested Ronson, in, yeah. in Mark Ronson yeah if I was interesting in in working with him on this track and I, all I saw was a dance rehearsal video of the whole cast in a dance studio like rehearsing to what was just the score essentially the strings mm -hmm. um string part and I was like oh 1000 percent I'm all over this definitely I really I would love 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 to do it and uh I was more just kind of thinking about when was the deadline when did we need to send it in and it was just before they had started filming for Barbie mm -hmm. and um, I guess that the whole task of it was how do you write a song that's going to help tell the story as well because it was happening like the song happens on Barbie's best day ever and it's just as Barbie's starting to have these thoughts of death right and I needed to write a song that had all the excitement of the best day ever and it had all the disco elements and the glittery pop disco stuff with then underlying lyrics of what am I going to do if everything kind of goes wrong? You know, how am right, I going right. to stay positive or optimistic in the face of things maybe not working out the way that I want them to. So that was kind of the, the premise of it. And that was also the kickoff for the rest of the film as well. That kind of juxtaposition on um, throughout the whole film. So it was like, all right, Greta, we're going to make 
the dance crying song for that part. <laughs> um, and, and, and that's how it was. It was just like really amazing because when I go in the studio and work on my own music, I write very much from just my own personal experiences. And this one was really diving into Barbie's world <laughs> and her character and what her story was and what she was going through, which was really, really fun to kind of go in and, and I, you know, have a task and have an assignment. I was like, this is something I, I really love and I yeah, enjoyed. Deadline. Um, I, assignment and deadline? There was kind of, it was not really, not really a deadline because the film was already filmed then with the instrumental. So we had mm -hmm. a little bit more time to get all the lyrics. But the, the best thing about that was that we had originally written the song and then we went back in the studio again and we watched the song with the oh that's cool with the dance scene yeah. and then i was like oh wait a second like i think we need to just go back in and like do some rewriting and there's like little moments where um barbie or margot goes like she she does a dance move like this right and i'm like oh well we have to put in like come along for the ride there She's, and just you, like start tailoring <laughs> oh sorry She's i'm waving my hands yeah hand. i forget that yeah. i'm i'm on the radio yeah. and um it was like, okay, let's tailor little things to the dance moves to like really feel like we're scoring right. um, the film. That's how, how, the, how the lyrics were written. So it was just a completely different experience. I absolutely loved it. Uh, there's so many great layers to that song too. You know, you can almost picture it being played obviously here on the radio, but I can also see it in like a two-story gold club in Europe along the coast, you know, after 2 a.m. And that's the kind of song that comes on. <laughs> that's the idea. That's the idea. It's right? like can... that really late night, like <laughs> things are getting a little messy. Then the song comes on and you're like, oh my God. Oh, this uh, is... <laughs> my second wind kicked in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you were saying that chronologically speaking, this is sort of the first in a series of, of different stories, but it represents, this is what I want to hone in on for a mm -hmm, second, but, mm -hmm. but it represents sort of the best phases or stages of singledom. Yeah. Well, right? I think it's just more like the different feelings and emotions that you have throughout the period of like singledom, you know? Right. It's, um, I think also understanding, you kind of get to a point where you're like understanding what you want and what you need and what you deserve. And then it's kind of just a play on words, obviously, like using Houdini like a verb. Of like, this is great, or I'm going to yeah. Houdini out of here, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we all use it. It's yeah. one of those terms that we have for sure. By the way, they said I Houdini. Remember, what was the Christmas party? You always Houdini. That is your move. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, leaving, I did right, leave. Leave. Yeah, the right yeah. He's gonna go. I'm gonna go request the song. We all want to hear the song. I'm gonna go request it. So he'll go like request it, and then he'll Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> then I Classic. leave. I, I, I let them have some fun. But um, but it's true. But singledom, you know, the the good stages. Then that has an expiration date, or it has a change into a next chapter or story. Is that sort mm. of when you speak chronologically? What should we be thinking about? Well, I guess just like um, it kind of goes into the phases of. From figuring out singledom into potentially a new yeah. relationship. And when you, get I mean. in, when you think about it, so then, all right, so it's singledom, new relationship, and then is there another Well, it's chapter? singledom, then it's kind of like, um, you know, it, it, just kind of seeing if somebody can kind of... Keep up? Keep up, in a way, <laughs> I guess. Early days. Early days. And then it starts getting a little bit more... Um, you know, you're kind of starting to see through the. Oh my god, this is like way harder. I should. Plan but this, this is great. Better. This is a, this <laughs> is good. No, what am I talking about here? Um, and then you, you're kind of like seeing the truth behind someone, whether they're 
real or not or who they are, what they represent kind of thing. And then you go into the phases of, oh my God, this is amazing uh, and this is everything that I wanted kind of thing. And then that's when I get worried. Mm. That's is, when that, is that when you Houdini? No, that's when I get scared. Is that, it's so no, when it's going so great, that's when I worry the most. When it's going so well, you're like, all right, when's it going to go wrong? When, uh-huh. When's it going to go wrong? It's mm. all going so well. Something's gonna. What's going to go wrong? Oh. But that's you know my own issue. So yeah. listen. Wait, can I ask you a, tr- you a question? Yeah, of course. When you purged your entire. What if she said no? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. When you before the song came out and you purged your entire Instagram, did it feel liberating? Oh, it was the best feeling ever. Oh, see, we can't it do the, it. It was the best feeling ever. What did you do? Ever. Did you archive or did you just delete? I archive. Okay, so they're okay, still okay, there. They're still there. Yeah, but they're not oh, coming back. <laughs> they're not coming back. They're more just for me if I want to take a trip down memory lane or something. Okay, okay. Um, But really, I don't know. It just feels so nice to just have a fresh start Ugh. and start something, you know, new. and It's motivating. Um, and it's also nice to take a little break from social media because I think yeah. Amen. when I'm not posting then I'm not really looking also yeah. it's kind of um interesting because then I, I just stay on I don't know but um yeah it was nice to be off for a little bit well, let's purge do you know how to purge my <laughs> it thing? would take me like you know a year just Instagram? to purge all the pictures let's on my purge. Instagram Sounds well now so on good. Instagram they've got the the this setting where you can do oh, multiple, there's a mass multiple stuff uh, everyone in the background like you must oh, teach me everybody's ready to purge <laughs> we're gonna do a tech class after this um Julie but thank you so much for coming in it's always great to thank see you, you. thank you for having me Thank Check you. Out Houdini Always a pleasure. We'll see you at the Grammys. Take Hell care. Hell yeah. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.